see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Took you long enough. <laughs> yeah, I had to wait for uh, the boy to uh, mute the TV and stuff. Oh, but, okay. Okay. Well, I could have, like, edited that part out. I don't want you listen uh, to hear what we're watching. Well, I mean, well, what are you watching? <laughs> it's Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, right now, you know, HBO Max is being bought by, or has been bought by Discovery, you know, so they're canceling all kinds of stuff. They're mm -hmm. very litigious right now. They might sue the show if we ran, you know, part of Rick and Morty in the background. Got uh, it, for, got for it. Copyright infringement or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize that, that HBO was bought by Discovery. Hmm. Uh -huh. So how, how have you been missing all that? They've been, like, canceling Dude. stuff left and right. They're talking what? about just dumping hbo max completely are you serious yeah why so they're they're in severe cost cutting mode right now okay so for instance the batgirl movie mm -hmm. that has cost them 90 million dollars and was practically finished they've announced that they are going to cut it as a uh, tax write-off oh my gosh so they're not even going to release it Yep, they're not going to release it. They did the same thing to Scoob, um, the the sequel to the first Scoob. It was going to be like a, a haunted house kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much finished as well, and they're going to cancel that as well. So, wow, yeah, I didn't so, realize it was weird. that bad. But see, I mean, I live under a rock. I like, I don't have time, or I don't, I certainly don't make the time to to see what's going on. So. Um, you know, I depend on the people that I talk to, even though I don't talk to that many people to let me know what's going on. Cause yeah, I have no idea. You're, you're saying you depend upon me. Yes. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so if something major is happening. You have to tell me, um, because I just would not know. I mean, all I do is work and, you know, sleep basically. So. Well, I want to welcome everybody to the 7 millionth episode of in the stacks i'm barry i'm latoya yeah the whole gang is here <laughs> it's all is so quiet yeah she said you're quiet yeah he's actually doing something on his uh laptop right now um oh, okay. you know, in order to uh you know get a license in georgia now if you're a young person you've got to like basically um you've got a complete like 40, 30, 40 hours of driving. You got to really? do like 30 hours online. Holy crap. He's still so low. 70 hours, yeah. See, that's insane. I I mean, it's good, I guess, but that's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of my students, I mean, they actually don't get their, their license till they're like 17. Hmm. Because it, it takes a while and you have to pay to take, you know, either the online course or a, a real life driving course. And 
that kind of stuff. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I, and see, I mean, obviously, since I never had kids, I would not know any of this stuff. Yeah. So it's called Joshua's Law. And I think, I think that it is named after a kid named Joshua who died the first day he got his license, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought it was older than that, but. Well, either way, if it was older than that, it wasn't the thing during the pandemic. So. Yeah, I know that they made it easier during the pandemic. They they like waived a bunch of the requirements and stuff. Because I think that you didn't even have to like do your actual driving test. Yeah. Um, which seemed very dangerous. But, um, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, because they said as of July first of twenty twenty one, it it's it was a what is it? I guess it became a requirement for seventeen year olds to complete some part of that training as well. Yeah. Um, wow. It said it was enacted in two thousand seven. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, uh, that long ago, shoot. Yeah. Was named after Joshua Brown, who died in an accident in two thousand three. So. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, of course, remember just, you know, it was kind of one of those rite of passages at 15, you can do the written test or whatever. Um, and 16, you just, you know, your parents would help you or whoever would teach you to drive. You just go up to the DMV and, or I guess that's now what the DDS um, yes. and just get your license, you know, I mean, obviously you had to do the test, but like, the we didn't really i don't remember having a road test i just remember having to do maneuvers you know like parallel parking and that kind of stuff i don't think we actually went out on the road yeah so when i did it we didn't get on the road we were on like a like a driving track at mm -hmm. the dmv and so you know we had to park and we like drove around they had like stop signs and stuff you had to stop at but i mean it was on a closed little road yeah mm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did not I had no clue. I assumed it was essentially the same, to be honest. No, no. Huh. So, so yeah, he's actually taking one of his online classes right now. So oh, okay. If, okay. If he sounds distracted, that's why. But I did tell him a couple of hours ago to come up with a, a thing for us to discuss. So I'm okay. certain that he has. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely yes. sure. We know how on it he is with that stuff. So that's right. <laughs> So, so, so uh, talking about stuff that you um you you were watching um i ended up watching something i didn't think i would watch because it's just not my thing but we kenrick and i well because kenrick wanted to watch it um we watched um the sandman and i thought it was interesting weird in in no, some no. ways but certainly very interesting and i told but he was wait, like wait, wait. So um, T'Challa's halfway through the series. Um, okay. I'm not going to spoil as, as am I, but we've both read the comics. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Well, you know, when I told, when I saw that he was watching it, I said, oh, you're watching The Sandman. I said, uh, you know, that's by Neil Gaiman. I said, I'm surprised I remember that, really. But because I never, of course, read it. But he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's into sci-fi and the weird, just weird stuff anyway. Um, so, it, yeah, it ended up, you know, I enjoyed watching it. Like I said, it was just strange because that's not really my cup of tea. And I certainly never read the comics, but it's, it's been interesting. I mean, how far, where are you guys at in the storyline? So we're both, uh, we have watched the first four episodes. Okay. So, um, you know, the guy with the, the, the 
Jewel is about to go into the diner and okay. Got um, it. they've had the, the duel in hell between Morpheus. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But the, 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 um, the diner scene or whatever is very interesting actually. Yeah. So yeah. you, yeah. I mean, I don't know how, how close are they doing it to the comic? Very. Very yeah, close. I'd say the first four four episodes at least have been very, very close. Oh wow. The diner was one of my favorite stories like in mm -hmm. the entire series. So I'm really looking forward to watching that episode. Yeah, I really really I mean, like to me that scene stands out just because I mean it does, but it was I thought it was very well done. So I'm curious to to find out what you guys ultimately think about it. Yeah. And visually, I mean, it's looked very, very close. close. I mean, they've done some things like Lucian is a, a white guy in the comics. Yeah. And um, Death is a very, very pale skinned. Well, it's woman. funny because when I saw that that character, I mean, I don't know who plays it, but I was like, is that Robert Pattinson? <laughs> oh, you tried that Morpheus? Yeah, because yeah. I was like, he seems so much like him um that it, it it's almost as if i think they wrote in there you know robert pattinson like person from you know twilight or whatever because yeah. yeah it was they they seem to be very similar very brooding and yeah so yeah but yeah we finished it up last night and i i do kind of like the way they've continued to portray morpheus because morpheus um in the comics i would never say i actually liked morpheus there are times morpheus was a dick Mm -hmm. And he was never as interesting to me as the the characters around him. Mm -hmm. It was like he was just the force that propelled everything forward. And I and I kind of feel the same way about the show. I'm like, you know, when he goes and he kills the the gargoyle, you know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know, he just seemed like a dick. But then he gave him Goldie at the end, and you're like, okay, he's not totally bad, but he's just, I don't know, I never felt a warmth from Morpheus. Really, even even in the love stories they did later on, not mm -hmm. really went a love story. Yeah, you know. actually, I really yeah. liked Death. That was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like I can't really say much because I don't know if I'm saying something that happened after you guys watched. And then, of course, I love Patton Oswalt. I always love him. Yes, um, you know, I love like him. I immediately hear his voice and I know who it is. Um, yeah. so that that's been really cool. Matthew so was always one of my favorite characters in the comics. Oh, okay, okay. And it's funny because Matthew Cable, who he is, um, predates the Sandman series. He was from the old 1970s Swamp Thing comic book, and he was a bad guy. You know, he was a he was a bad person. And um, uh, Matthew's wife, uh, Abby, ends up becoming the Swamp Thing's wife eventually, but. Yeah, Matthew was a bad person, and so him going to Dream and becoming the Raven is almost like penance for him. Oh, um, okay. Him working off yeah. all the bad things he had done. Never really the show. Yeah, yeah, and it, it doesn't. It, it's just something you know. I guess extra, you know, if you do know it. Mm -hmm. I think they did mention something on the show where he said he had done a lot of bad things in life or something like that, but. Um, but yeah, I did but, like yeah. I did enjoy Lucian. Um, you know, I it was like, "Yay, Lucian's a librarian!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. But um, but yeah, it was again. You know, I wouldn't. I not plan to watch it myself. And a lot of times, I just end up watching stuff because Kenrick is watching something, and then I end up in the room and 
I of course pay more attention than he does and anyway so um but yeah the characters are really good I really like the the Corinthian um and of course yeah Lucian was my certainly one of my favorites um but yeah I I mean I think you guys will enjoy the rest Mm -hmm. of it um now i i really enjoyed um what's the the nph show Oh, on on couple or something. uncoupled yeah um, i really liked it the way it ended i assume there's going to be more Yeah, I would like to believe there's going to be more because that was a little bit of a cliffhanger because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, what is he going to do in that situation? I hope Um, he doesn't take it back same because, here, although I'm curious to see ultimately. yeah, I just felt, I felt like he had reached this point where, yeah, he's, he's strong on his own. He can move forward. And, yeah, I, I don't think he should take him back. Um, I but feel I, like I really there's liked a it. possibility that he will, and then it'll be the story will be all about the fact that he probably really shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that was surprisingly good. Um, I mean, of course, we both love NPH, but I just happened to stumble on it. I didn't know about it because again, I live under a rock. Um, and then yeah, we watched it. Um, I am. It's funny because. I have not been watching that much television lately um, just because, I mean, I, I work and then I grab something to eat and then I do happy color and then try to go to sleep. That's essentially how my weekday is kind of very boring and very mundane and parts of it I really like. But, um, but yeah, I was contemplating whether or not like we instead of. paying less for tv i'm now paying more because i've added like two additional channels um we st i started to actually pay for paramount plus um you know just because it it had um star trek on it and then kenrick's guilty pleasure is hallmark um so we got it it's some add-on like 4.99 a month or whatever for um hallmark now or whatever they call it just gives Right. you more you know but i yeah i feel like i and of course we still have regular cable um you know which is what we mostly use all we watch it for really is colbert um we record that which i'm sure i can get colbert on some other network Yeah, you're breaking up on our end. Are you hmm that's weird can you can you hear me now <laughs> You're so uh, weird now the last thing you said we could hear, but before that, it was like every other word. Really? <laughs> Well, hopefully it didn't yeah, now mess up on the recording. sound fine now. now. Okay. Nope. I'm afraid to talk. Nope. Uh, she said she was afraid to talk. I could make that out. Yeah. Um, so you're spending more than ever and you're about to spend even more than that because, you know, everybody's about to start raising their prices. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Disney has announced they're going to go to an ad based thing. So if you want the no ads, they're going to charge $3 more a month. Um, so is uh, Netflix. Um, I think Hulu is raising their price. Um, so, yeah, everybody's starting to raise their price. I mean, that's the plan.
competition as you can. Get everybody on your thing because it's so much cheaper, and then you start raising the price when they have nowhere else to run to. Well, I can yeah, I think the days. Yeah, I think the days of you know people like me who have pretty much everything. You know, is probably going to come to an end. Now I'll have to start going. Okay, now which ones do I really want? Right, right. <laughs> you know, because um, right now, I mean, I do watch something on pretty much all of them. You know, but there are some things I only watch like one or two things on. Yeah, I was going to say that used to be called cable. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, they're essentially turning themselves back into what they were. <laughs> so, yeah. hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize they were going to be raising rates and stuff. I mean, that's not a surprise because everything else costs more at this point. I don't right. think there's anything that has not been affected by inflation at this point. Um, but, yeah. What was that? Cable without the cable. Yes, cable without the cable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it, I haven't been affected by it quite yet. And I think it's because I'm still under like that original three-year um, deal that they had done when they first released. Um, but yeah, I'm sure when it renews, I'll probably be p paying a pretty penny, penny for a Disney Plus. Yeah, and it's weird with Disney Plus because I'll be honest with you, right now I watch nothing on it except for the marvel shows and the star yeah. wars shows yeah that's all I, yeah and that's why i'm like you know it's one of those that's kind of like a parked one because it's like yeah it when specific shows come on then i watch it and then otherwise it's like it's almost like it's dead to me i don't use it for anything else but it's um, the same really it's the same with paramount plus i use it to watch all the star trek stuff yep. shows <laughs> that's and the only I, thing. I don't think i've watched anything else on it we watched halo well, watched and those. then star trek that's it you watch I'll Ghost. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a good show. But And yeah. I mean it's it's cool that I get to share your Hulu because I'm like, you know, there are time there's one show I watch on it. Um that's one of my shows. And oh two actually. And then other otherwise I'm like I almost forget it exists. Like when Kenrick turns on the TV, he likes to start on HBO Max. And I'm like, who does that? I'm like, dude, you start on Netflix, then you move over to Amazon Prime in terms of, you know, because I'm like, they do a better job to me of kind of knowing your what it is that you want to watch and putting yeah. those things up. So so yeah, yeah like so I still find it so weird that you don't watch more on Hulu. I mean, I watch Hulu all the time yeah no but uh, because I, have cable. I watch <laughs> i watch only murder in the you know buildings on yep. there i watch all the american horror story, story stuff on there i watch um you know american dad on there mm -hmm. julian uh, t'challa watches lots of anime on there um yeah, just don't and they have a lot of good movies uh if you haven't seen prey the new um predator film that everybody's raving about it is awesome that doesn't um, sound like my kind of movie. You've seen Predator, though, haven't you? Yeah, but like yeah. ages ago, and I don't really yeah. remember so, it. So this one is set back in like the Comanche days. And it's basically there's a predator on the loose killing, you know, Native Americans. And mm -hmm. it's about this one female brave who, you know, has to end up fighting it. And um, did you watch Legion, that show? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, well, it won't matter to you. But the, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a great show. You should have watched it. But um, the the girl who stars in Prey was on that show. She was one of the the leads on it. So, hmm. but yeah, it's it's very worth a watch. Uh, Hulu just has a lot of good stuff. 
yeah, it's like I mean, a like great catch-all network. Yeah, and I I figured that. And just like I said, for me, we have cable, so a lot of stuff that ends up on there next day or whatever, um, we've you know I've already recorded on DVR. Um, See, I just don't get you sometimes. You know, <laughs> this whole cable, and you still have a landline, right? Yes, I do. All right. See, that's just weird. Well, I mean, it's not actually. So technically, it's not a landline. It's it's done over the internet, but it is my home phone. Because it rings on regular cordless phones and stuff. But yeah, I still have a home phone. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not ready to give that up or cable. I've just, for me, it's like I've had the numbers for like the phone number for so long. And I'm just used to cable. I, it's, it's, it's something I pr should probably scrutinize more on my bill, you know, my monthly stuff. But I just don't. I'm like, if I can still afford to pay for it, I guess it just stays. So. Like Kenrick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you can still afford to pay for him, so he just does. yes, I can. Yeah, so far I'm still able to, but but yeah. Um, so what else has been going on with you? What's going on with school and your writing and all that stuff? So, um, I read about half uh volume fifteen of Lazarus Gray, and then I I got distracted, and so now I'm writing this other novel called uh, Cala Calavera. I think it's pronounced Calavera, actually, Spanish. Um, but it's, uh, I'm about 32, 33,000 words into it. So what and does Calavera mean? It means skull in okay. um, Spanish. And uh, it's, uh, it's going very well. It's turning into a big, sprawling thing. Uh, it, I think that it may have accidentally become like a crossover novel. With, okay. Like, because uh, in the past few years, you know, most of my characters were set in the 30s or 40s. And in the past few years, I've been writing a lot of stuff set in the modern day. So I have like this whole other cast of characters in the modern day. Mm -hmm. And um, so in this one, uh, you know, we introduced Calavera and then we also uh, we've guest starred Catalyst in there. Um, Babylon has just shown up. Um, you know, there, uh you know, I've name dropped uh, the straw man. I, I think I'm sure he'll show up before the end of it. I mm -hmm. think this might be a, like a stealth crossover novel where like <laughs> all of my modern day characters are going to get involved. Mm. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it. I came up with the idea for the, the character and then got um, somebody to kind of design it based on my specifications. And mm -hmm. so it's just a, a great image, you know, and it served as uh you know tremendous inspiration um mm. so i'm sending you a copy of it um so that's what i've been writing uh school wise um it's been interesting so far um, yeah i was curious when you you had told me that school was a little weird uh this i guess this year well so my my second block um they just took a kid out but i had 29 people in there mm -hmm. and and it's not an inclusion class so it's like i'm in there by myself Jeez. and that's just a lot of people for me to try and you know control um so that's been interesting it's been very noisy um third block's been okay because it's my smallest class there's only about like 15 people in there um the smaller classes are much easier uh and then my fourth block has 21 people but it's uh some of the folks in there um well, I just I'm sorry thinking about it, it's giving me a headache um oh but 
yeah, that one's been an interesting class too. So uh, a lot of times the past few days, it's like after second, third block, I'm feeling pretty good, you know, feeling pretty decent. Mm -hmm. And then by the time fourth block's over, I'm like, you know, I'm hoarse from uh, raising my voice and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this kind of stuff. So, and I don't know how many times I've already had to say, you know, look, this is a, this class, this course has an EOC. So you cannot just pass the class. You have to pass the test. Mm -hmm. You will not pass the test if you do not pay attention. Nobody is going to say on the, the test, hey, you know what? Just go ahead and turn it in tomorrow. They're not going to do that. Right. Nobody's going to be there to help explain to you what a thesis statement is again. You got to just know. And, uh. I don't know. This uh, this junior class has been uh, testing me. Um, you know, I you know I wanted to write an essay yesterday, and uh, I, I mean, you know, eighty minutes, and some of them they had just gotten their thesis statement. Oh, jeez! And it's just ridiculous. I, I and of course, you know, when I'm when I'm lecturing and I'm going over because I go over what's the thesis statement how to come over the thesis statement, how to do a hook, all these different things. And of course I look out there and I say, so everybody feels like you've got this. Oh yeah. I said, okay, because <laughs> I know five minutes from now, mm -hmm. a lot of folks in this room are going to be saying, Mr. Reese, what's a thesis statement or Mr. Reese, can you help me come up with a hook? Mm hmm but everybody's got it right mm -hmm. everybody's yeah. it's easy. Yeah. we've been doing we we've done thesis statements since like fourth fifth grade mm -hmm. okay and then of course the next hour is me going from person to person you know mystery uh, read this sentence is this sentence good that sentence is okay yeah but mm -hmm. what, what are i right now oh my god right? so now you these, need, are, these are juniors in high yeah. school now you need to continue mm -hmm. <laughs> You, you've got a sentence kind of keep going from there <laughs> you oh know but it was just you know it's 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 frustrating and of course it's not all of them mm -hmm. i don't want to make that sense because there are some you know finished yesterday did excellent um you know it it but it is like now we're with if they just can do it not even particularly do it well if they could just do what i ask mm -hmm. um it seems like a really big deal, you know, it's like, wow, that's fantastic. You're awesome. You know, give me a fist bump, you know, even though, you know, maybe this is only an 85, you know, the mere fact you were able to do it mm -hmm. is like this well, huge. It was <laughs> when you called me, I guess, yesterday or whatever to tell me oh, to, to, I guess, give me an example. Give me an example of someone who obviously can't follow direction. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't understand. It, I mean, I, I don't, I'm like, why does it feel like things have gotten worse in school? Like kids are, excluding T'Challa, but that kids are somehow dumber than, or, you know, don't, don't care um, as much. I think there's a lot of things going on. Part of it, I think, is um, learned helplessness that a mm -hmm. lot of them have. A lot of them know that if they continue to say, I don't know how to do it, that somebody nope. eventually will tell mm -hmm. them what to do. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that part of it. Um, I think that 
you know, it's, it's, it's not getting better about kids not reading outside of school. Right. I mean, you can tell immediately if a kid is a reader immediately um, because kids who don't read their vocabulary is basically their vocabulary is awful. Yeah. They cannot spell. Um, I did a, a two day lesson at the beginning of the year on um, just some grammar things like capitalization. Um, In 11th grade. Capitalization is a huge problem for them. Um, well, I because them, they, when they text, they don't use capital exactly. letters either. So. Exactly. And I, and I told them, I said, I get that a big part of this is that you're used to texting and you don't text using proper grammar. But when you're writing, you need to. And and so there are just things like even things like capitalizing the first word of a sentence. Yeah, that's just a automatic. Lot How do you not know if a, if it ends with a period, you immediately start with a capital letter? Right. It uh, I, oh, wow. Okay. So T'Challa, you know, asked, have they just never been in an English class? They act like they have not. Okay. Um, when I, when I say these things to them, yeah, a lot of them are like, they, they'll sometimes they'll say, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that. But they don't remember anything beyond that. Um, I mean, I actually had 11th graders who on my capitalization worksheet got zeros and they missed every single one. It got zeros yeah because it, like some of them didn't capitalize the first letter of the sentence right which is obviously that should be an easy one but you you know they didn't capitalize the the pronoun i which i had put that on the board i said always you know if you're going to say i do i mm -hmm. will that i should always be capitalized but yeah they there's don't know never that. an instance unless it's well there's never an instance with i that it's yeah. not capitalized so uh, anyway. yeah. and um and they have you know i always try to work hard with them on dialogue because mm -hmm. that's a real issue with them and so i i kept trying to tell them i said you know when you're going to have a quote or dialogue that first word after the quotation mark should be capitalized right yeah that was you know that wow. was an issue uh, but so capitalization is a big problem um obviously spelling um, I also tried to teach them about commas and they actually did commas better than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of them still have issues, but they did a lot better with commas than they did with capitalization. Um, so, you know, there's just, they're, they're, and, and again, that's an issue because for instance, in my standards, I, I'm not really supposed to spend much time on grammar, mm -hmm. right? Well, grammar I mean, is not something uh, I'm supposed to be teaching in the 11th grade. Exactly. By that time, you should pretty much have a grasp yeah. on, okay. Mm -hmm. Because when they get to the ESC, they're actually not going to be tested on the grammar. It's assumed they already know. Right. Right. But they're, they're, and so I either have, I have to make a choice about, well, how much time do I want to spend on this, which is really, really remediation. Mm-hmm. That they need to know, but that they're not going to be tested on at the end of the year. So it's going to take away time for me teaching them things that they will be tested on. You know what I mean? So I don't know where the breakdown really is. Um, it's obviously they come into high school already deficient. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to be one of those people who say, oh, it's all happening in the middle school. I don't know. I don't know if, if it's happening in elementary school. 
Um, I think a big part of it is it needs some of this needs to be happening at home. I think, I yeah, mean, I think that is the biggest breakdown. Yeah. Um, when I went to school, I could already read. Right. When T'Challa went to school, he was already reading. He already knew his alphabet. Mm-hmm. But you get these kids who go to, to kindergarten or even pre-K and they expect the school to teach them that. And it's like they they should already have been exposed to that. They're going to start out behind if they have it. Right. And unfortunately, now it's gotten to the point where everybody is so far behind that the average kids are treated like they're really brilliant. And the brilliant kids are just bored off their ass. Yep. Um, I can imagine that. You know, and at least at like uh, where T'Challa goes to school, they have a lot of, um, you know, honors classes and AP classes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But not necessarily bored, but at least somewhat disinterested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, disinterest is different than being bored, though, you know, so I, mean, I, I could deal I with some lot, disinterest. <laughs> I have a lot of free time, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because I'll end up finishing whatever work I'm given within 10 minutes of it being handed to me. Yeah. And spending the rest of class doing either reading, sleeping, or talking, or some combination of the three. Yeah. It's <laughs> the same way in my second block. I have this one kid who, when I give him an assignment, he's done in 10 minutes. Now, everybody else in that class is probably going to take the whole period. And mm-hmm. most of them are probably going to need me to just go ahead and tell them to finish it at home. Right. Because they're going to yeah. be so slow. And of course, he's already done in 10 minutes. And so at that point. All right. And this this gets into, you know, the, the weeds a little bit. But, you know, the school would say I should never have a student not doing anything. Right. I should have stuff prepared, you know, for him to move on and be advanced and stuff. But at the same time, you don't want to punish the kid. By giving him extra work, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so usually I'll I'll give him the choice as like, hey, you know, if you want, you can go ahead and work on what we're going to do tomorrow, kind of get ahead, um, or you could do this, or you know, do you have something to do for another class, things like that, you know. Um, but usually he's already called up for all his other classes too, you know. Um, and then well, you know, yeah. as as he points out, you know, well, if I do the work tomorrow, then what do I do tomorrow? The stuff mm-hmm. for the next day, probably, yeah. <laughs> you know so um i don't know it's kind of it's a that's a tough spot um mm-hmm. but yeah so different now it, i mean and and to me it seems like it's there's such a divide between basically people like our age and those who are in school now the expectations are completely different the way school is is looked at is certainly very different than it used to be yeah. um it's just it's sad um it, it really is like my my niece she doesn't really care about school you know she just sees it as kind of a place to be social mm-hmm. um but she has she found something she I forgot the name of the thing that she said there's this online site that they like publish different people's you know people will just post their writing to it and so she started reading stuff off of there and and recently she was reading uh, like when we had our we had a staycation last weekend um and basically the entire time she was reading and I was like I was just 
in heaven because I'm like, oh, that that reminds me of me at that age. You know, all I did was really read. I didn't really care about anything else, you know. And, you know, my parents were really good about, oh, you know, you X time is your TV time kind of thing. So during the day on the weekends, we did chores and I read, you know, that's just what that's just what I do. But now it's just you know had she not been interested i think her her and her friends were reading that specific book and they were passing it around to each other so she was like oh i have to finish it by monday you know it if they didn't find something interesting that caught them immediately they wouldn't read i mean my my husband does not read (laughs) you know i'm like when i when i pick up something and i'm reading it he the only thing he reads is facebook and he'd prefer to be you know watching something on facebook but it's it's scary that no one seems to want to invest the time in reading and as if they don't realize what that does for them yeah Um, and and you know i i do have some students uh, occasional i mean i can count them on one hand but they're the readers i mean people who do read probably read more than ever i mean I like I have this one student and I mean, God, she's reading a different book almost every day because she's just devouring, them, you know, mm-hmm. um, and she's also, you know, making straight A's. So because if you read, I mean, man, this stuff's so easy, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, when you these... told me about the ex- what the person was supposed to be writing about yesterday, I'm like, how do you get confused over that? It's very clear what you asked them to write yeah, and very clear that that person was not paying any attention and did not care yeah did you end up like giving them a some sort of grade because they actually turned something in uh yeah so i ended up giving that person uh, a 60 um so they they failed the assignment but i did give them a 60 because they did turn it in it was the appropriate length it was you know they did pretend to be somebody in the past oh my gosh (laughs) But they had the wrong era. They didn't answer the various questions that I wanted them, you know, to do. Right. So, no, yeah, they so, missed the mark completely. Right. They turned so it. Them, they wrote what they wanted to write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, I, 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 I know for me, because of just how I'm wired and my, the way I am with OCD and I'm very, you know, I'm like, I'm very by the rules kind of thing that I could not have been a teacher. Not now. I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I mean, there, there are days. <laughs> there well, are certainly days. for you recently, there have been days that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know I could not have, have been a teacher in my twenties. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I would have been fired um, very quickly. Because I would have cussed out a student, I would mm-hmm. have thrown something. I would, I, I had, a, I had enough of a temper in my twenties that there's no way I could have done it. Um, so, you know. But yeah, everything is just so different now. And I mean, again, obviously we're we're getting older, and so things naturally are going to be different. But um, I went to the hairdresser today, and she, um, she's a bus driver full time. She does bus driving as far as full time. And then well, she I would never want to be a bus driver. <laughs> she, yeah. And so the things that she tells me about, you know, she's like, you know, she has uh, colleagues where kids now will, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, just last week, the 
bus driver found a knife on the ground in the in you know at uh, in the bus and I'm like it just I'm like it's just so overwhelming to me that these are the things that people have to deal with now you know kids and stuff I'm like they're not really kids but if they're packing and they're you know it's just I don't know it's it's scary um she was telling me about one of the high schools like one of the rival high schools um in my county um how bad the school is now like in my day it was like one you wanted to go to that school now she's like they have fights all the time and it's just it's I I don't know it's a, it's almost like people are just so much more angry or impatient or I, just a combination of that and I, I don't know I yeah my head hurts <laughs> yeah yeah so T'Challa how's your school going well that's good that's good to know <laughs> So do you have any comment on the things we were talking about? I mean, do you feel that school is, I don't know, is too easy or are we, are we, get, are we letting people get through or um, what do you think? Okay. There are times when I definitely feel like uh, that people can get away with not really actually learning anything a bit too easily. Yeah. And that the education system is fundamentally designed so that you can so that you pass a test, not actually learn the information. Right. Yeah. So you can yeah. get by in class just by memorizing a unit yeah. and then forgetting it as soon as you pass the test. Yeah. Which frankly a lot of people do, and hell, sometimes I do it. Right. And it's just I just don't really see too much of the point of having an education system if you're not actually going to teach them the things that they're supposedly learning. Yeah. All you're teaching them is how to pass a standardized test. test. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, heck, you don't even need to know the content if you're just good at passing standardized tests. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I tell my kids is look, to how to get seven points on that EOC essay, you get a point for having a thesis. You can get three points just for having quotes directly related to the thesis taken from the text. You get a point for that. I, I said, you know, if you just do these things, just check them off, boom, 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 you're going to pass, right? And that's not really teaching them how yeah. to pass this information. That's no. teaching them how to pass the test. That's the test, exactly. You know? I guarantee that if I were given a 20-question multiple-choice test and I had no knowledge of the content whatsoever, yeah. I could probably make a low passing grade using only context clues. I, right. I always felt that way too. Yeah. I'm saying that and I don't think that's inherently a good thing. Right. Yeah. I think that's a problem with how those sorts of tests are laid out in general. Yeah. I will say this. There there are times where I'm like, you know what? I just want you to understand this material. I want you to get it. Right. But he, we have conditioned at least my students. I don't know how it is everywhere. My students, so if it's not for a grade, that means it's not important. Oh, yeah. They're not they're not gonna do it unless I say it's for a grade. And even then, it depends on what kind of grade it is as to what mm -hmm. kind of effort they will put forth. Oh, it's a daily grade. Oh, I mean, I, I'm just gonna put something down, you know. Um, and so sometimes it's like sometimes I have to lie to them. You know, because I don't want to grade everything. Sometimes I just want to know, do you understand it? And so I'll, I'll like, I always tell them, you know, everything's for a grade. 
And then I don't want to grade half of it, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I, some things I don't want to grade everything. I just want to know, do you have it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, they, unless it's for a grade, they don't care because they don't see, they don't understand you need to know it. Yeah. They just understand I need to pass this. Okay. Right. Right. That's different. Is very similar is I feel like there are too few real formative assessments. Yes. Because a formative assessment should be more like a pretest. Yes. It should not be taken as, as an actual assessment. Yeah. It should be taken as a measure of where the student is at so that the teacher mm-hmm. can more accurately, you know. Yeah, that's what a formative plan. assessment is that's supposed to be. supposed to be. Yeah. But never once in my 15 years of school, nope, one time, one time in my 15 years of school can I genuinely recall something being labeled as a formative assessment not being put in the grade book. Oh, yeah. wow. Even pre-tests have gone in grade books before. Oh, well, and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reason why that happens is uh, because, yes, there are times I have said, this is just a pretest. I just want to see what you know. And then they'll just leave it all blank or they won't even try. And heaven forbid you ever tell them this is a benchmark because they know the benchmark means how far do I go from the first test to the second? Mm-hmm. And so that first test, you're going to get scores of like 10, 15. Because they know even if they make a 50 on it the second time, they'll have improved 40 points, and it looks fantastic. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. And then there's people who will be making, like, 90s on the first test. Yes. And, like, and make, like, an 89 on the second one, even though they, they did very well on both. Right. They're punished because, yep. because they gained only one point or they lost a point. Yeah. And, I mean, that's something that happens a lot for me. Well, you know, when your baseline is essentially zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, wow. Okay. And that, just, the, the whole thing about um, formative assessments, is, it's it's a two-sided point. Like, I mean, there there's the part that if you don't grade it, they probably won't do it. Right. But if you do, then it doesn't it's not really a serve as a real formative assessment. Yeah. Because it's a grade. And if it's over content they don't know and you just want to see where they are, you can't really do a formative assessment there because if you grade it, well, you're going to get 27s. Yeah. And if you don't grade it, you're still going to get 27s. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's no way to really show them. Yeah. And I always tell they them. Need to determine where they're at. They, they're like, why would I need to know Shakespeare? And, I, and, I, and sometimes I just tell them, I said, you know what? It just makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Things will be funnier to you. When you're watching Family Guy, you'll get more jokes. Not I said, just, it just makes you a better person. Even if you are going to be a mechanic and you don't need to be able to quote Romeo and Juliet, just knowing the story, knowing the things that are in it, you'll get more out of life. But yep. they don't believe me. Not everything you learn School is necessarily supposed to be something that you're ever going to use. It doesn't have to be practical. Everything right. doesn't. It doesn't. A lot of it is just some. It's just information that acts as frameworks. Yes. As framework. Exactly. Exactly. It develops your mind rather than developing anything that is actually used. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right? 
I mean, I get schools don't exactly teach you how to pay taxes. They should. They should. They, they should. Really should. And heck, some schools offer those classes. Yeah. But it just, I mean, I get wanting practical skills. I do. But that doesn't mean things that you can't use yourself are useless. Yeah. You know? That, that doesn't mean that they don't have a reason for being a part of it. Well, and I, I just, I hate how non-creative a lot of my students are. I mean, they have no imagination. I have some who want to be rappers, and so they rap, you know, but... Well, I certainly hope they're not the ones that think that Shakespeare is a waste of time, because, I mean... Some of them, yeah. Some of them do. Oh, okay. But I, I, all of them should be, even if you're a mechanic, you, you could also write poetry. Mm -hmm. Even if you're a mechanic, you could also sing I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. everybody should have something in their life that's creative, that that makes life better. Worth living? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes it comes down to that. And, and I mean, they don't, you know, I've noticed they don't more that. and more that there's so many more people who are committing suicide. And I'm like, it, it's unfortunate because it's like, yeah, if you were more fulfilled in life and being fulfilled means more than just oh i can pay my bills it means being able to to be okay in your own skin and okay with understanding how things work and how you fit into it and i mean the, the, it's it's like tajala was saying just in terms of brain work it's as if you don't if you don't get enough of that then life seems to be less you yes. know so yeah uh it's just uh i don't know it's scary I don't so know why, how we ended up on this tangent, but <laughs> you, you asked how school was going. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. There we go. It was such a long time ago. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> so this is a, this is a serious episode, but uh, yeah. So what we saw something at the theater last week. What did we see, T'Challa? Oh, it was a uh, bullet train. Bullet train. Oh, bullet yeah. Train. I was going to ask you if I, I was yes. it, is it good. It was yes. awesome. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, T'Challa loved it. He says it's one of his favorite movies. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say it, if it felt a lot like if it did, it wasn't quite. Yeah, I was going to say it's not quite a Tarantino movie. It feels like somebody who loves Tarantino. Oh, okay. Made okay. This film. There wasn't enough cussing in it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there was no women's feet in it. I didn't see anybody's yeah, any ladies' feet. There was no feet. Um, but it was a great movie. Uh, Brad Pitt was awesome in it. Um, Joey mm -hmm. King, uh, who's really the only main female role in it, um, she was really good. Um, I, I loved the characters of what was what was the it was tangerine. tangerine and Lemon. They were they were the best. They were the best. I would watch I a damn Tangerine and Lemon movie. Yes, I want. I want a spin-off series that's just like yeah. it's like a reverse crime <laughs> So ev everybody in the in the film ha has a code name. Okay. So like for instance, Brad Pitt's character, we never even find out his real name. Yeah, he's, he's just Ladybug. Ladybug. Yeah, he's Ladybug. And of course he's like, Why fucking Ladybug? But um yeah, he's Ladybug. There's Prince, and that was actually the female character. Yeah. Uh Tangerine and Lemon. Um I, there were others too, I know. Uh, the Elder, yes. Um, uh, there was, what's oh, name? was it White Death? Yeah, White Death. Yeah, White Death. Uh, the Wolf. Yes, the Wolf. Yeah, yeah. There was that guy who had a name, 
Yeah. And what was it, Yomo? Yomo or Yoko? Or what was the, the big mo Momo? The big stuffed character. Oh, the Viper. Oh, yeah, the Viper. Yeah, yeah. See, it's a great movie. Um, mm. It was hilarious. It had yeah. some great music. Uh, some awesome action scenes. And uh, even at the end, you get like a, a surprise, a couple of surprise cameos by big name actors. Um. I mean, I, I know obviously about Sandra Bullock, but I yeah, there so are Sandra Bullock ones. shows up. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's one other uh, that, that you just see somebody in like one scene, and you're like, "Hey, that's so and so." And mm. so, yeah, but, yeah, yeah it's waiting whether or not to see that because I still pay for my thing that you know my monthly. Oh, I can see three movies a week and not pay really, not really pay for them. Um, but I don't use it. I just I don't know. I think I've been waiting on Hollywood to come out with better stuff, you know, because I think when with COVID and all that stuff, there was less content. And right. so it's like I'm waiting for them to get back to the way it used to be. I don't know. <laughs> I, you should see this, though. And I, I'll go and you want to spoil the, the, the one one second cameo that's in it? Yeah, sure. All right. So uh, the whole plot of the film is that Brad Pitt is um, supposed there's this guy named Carver who's been hired to do the job. Well, Carver mm -hmm. calls in sick, and so Brad Pitt gets the job, right? And mm -hmm. then everything goes wrong from there. Well, at the end, we see Carver, and it's Ryan Reynolds, uh -huh. right? And you see him literally for like three seconds, oh right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's him. And um, so I actually looked online, because Ryan Reynolds is not even mentioned. Like, I looked for his name yeah, in and credits. He's, yeah, he's not even he, in it, okay. right? But you could go online and uh, and – and yeah, Ryan Reynolds apparently was asked to to film the cameo, and he was actually on the set of a different film. Oh, and they just shot okay. his little scene <laughs> and then they stuck it in this movie. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds and uh, Sandra Bullock show up at the end. Um, yeah, so I think this. I think um, I read somewhere that you know, of course, he does does a cameo, or I guess more than a cameo, in her last movie, the one she did with Channing Tatum. I haven't um, watched that one yet. I want to see I, it. it yeah, fun. we saw that one. I saw that one. Um, and then and yeah, that she showed up in his movie. So he's like, yeah, they just kind of trade off, or you know, Hollywood is kind of a small place anyway. But yeah, yeah. people are now just you know, oh, yeah, come by my movie and come by. So it's it's cool when the, when the cameos happen, especially when they do them well. The, yeah. Those are pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to tell Kay we need to watch that then. We might I make coax him into doing that today or tomorrow. And we actually went and saw it on uh, IMAX, and uh, it was awesome on the huge screen. So that is cool. Yeah. All right, T'Challa. It's all you. Oh yeah, what's our topic? Yeah. Should should we try is should the topic we try guess what your topic would have been? Yeah, really. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Today's topic, uh, what do you think my topic would have been? I think your topic would have been. Um hmm. If you suddenly got a million dollars and you could not use it to pay off any bills hmm. or for anything practical, what would you blow the million dollars on? 
I think that's what you were going to ask. Wow, that's very specific, Barry. Um, sure, yeah, I'm sure that's what he was going to ask. So, what would you blow your money on, Latoya? Hmm. It cannot be anything practical. But that's just it. I'm a practical person, so it's. I difficult. know that's why. That's why it's a good question. <laughs> and that's why Kachala, I am impressed with this question. <laughs> what would I buy with it? Um, shoot. I I guess maybe I'd just buy cars. I don't know. You don't go anywhere. Exactly. So that's totally impractical for me to do. So mm. I'd buy all these different luxury cars. All the all the cars that you're like, why the hell does that car cost like a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, right. whatever? Um, I think I'd just blow it on something like that because you know, in my mind, that it c becomes practical in that I'm like, well, if I blew all that money, I'm gonna need to live somewhere so I can live in the cars. I, I, would, um, I would immediately jet off to England um, and spend that's the practical. next. That's not practical. The next couple of months, I would blow it all because um, Mark Owen is on concert tour right now. Oh yeah, totally would have to see that. Robbie's uh, going to start his tour in October. Um, I'd be there for that too. Mm -hmm. I'd be. I'd go attend at least one Arsenal game at home. Mm. Um, so I mean, I would I'd blow through a million dollars pretty fast, um, just on crap uh, over there. I mean, just buying T-shirts at those concerts and and the game would you know probably blow out. Well, it it is. Um, That's right. I went to see Michael Bublé in concert um this week on Monday. We we went to his concert and. I was like, you know, I think this was like num concert number six or something for me. And I'm like, you know, for one, I feel really old. And when I went to, I, I always get the tour book, you know, the tour, the yeah. book. That's, that's what I collect. So um, I get one every time I go to one of his concerts. And I was looking at the cost of like t-shirts and, and like they had like a little um, wine tumbler. Yeah. The wine tumbler was forty dollars. Oh, I was yeah. like, "You must be freaking kidding me!" The tour book was like, if you were gonna just buy it by itself, it was thirty dollars, and if you wanted it signed, then it was fifty. I mean, I bought the the one that was signed just because, but it just—I mean, I looked at just looking at the prices. I was like, "There's no way." T-shirts were like thirty something dollars, and yeah. no, nope, nope. Yeah, and. uh yeah, it's just ridiculous. That, that's like Blackpink uh, announced their world tour dates. And so the first thing I did, see if they're coming to Atlanta. They are. November oh, they are. 2nd, they're going to be in Atlanta. But it's oh, on my Wednesday. Gosh. I don't want to go to a concert on Wednesday. Yeah, I did not because... like having to do a concert on Monday. It, it No, it's weird. I don't know. Well, I think I know, part really. of it is. I think part of it that's is. Like, it's just the South. That's church day. That's true. <laughs> Well, none of the church people are going to a Blackpink concert, but <laughs> but yeah, I think part of it is I'm sure that the bigger acts, the bigger you are, those are the folks you get the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, venue. yeah, probably Fridays. I have a friend who is super super Christian and loves K, like K-pop, Korean, yeah. Korean music in general. Yeah, I I would love to go, but I'd either have to take the day off on Thursday, and you know, I don't. I've only missed like one day of school. Yep. Like six years. And you're weird, uh huh. And or else I'd have to go the next day. Your perfect attendance of your entire career. 
Yeah. And, you know, the the next day, my God, I'd be dead. I'd probably mm -hmm. be dead anyway, trying to drive back from Atlanta to dark. Exactly. I can't see at night. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but that's like when I was having my first meeting with my uh, my assistant principal. Uh, she was like outlining, you know, of course, this is how, you know, if you need to request time off and that kind of stuff. And I just kind of, you know, zoned out. I didn't say it, but I was thinking, I'm not going to take it. You know, I mean, that's just stupid. I don't know why you I, that that Why are you is even always wasting your time weird with it? to me is that you just it's like you have to be forced to take time off. It's like no, Because, dude. because, because it's worse to have to make up the work that I miss when I'm not there. Yes, I mean, I use that excuse sometimes as well. But when you actually get to take the time off and you appreciate it, like what that you did and the activity you did, it's like, But man, they're why do I not do this more? <laughs> because they're not going to do anything when I'm not there. And then when I'm there the next day, we're going to have to make up twice They're the work. still not going to do anything when you're there, so No, you may as well. no. They do some work on it. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Well, But I want to change my answer because I that is stupid that what I said, considering that yours was cer certainly more elaborate. You know, you had more time to think about it. So, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. but yeah, Go I ahead. would Go probably ahead. go on tour with Michael Buble. You're going to go on tour with him? Yes. What are you going to Not do? Offer like him a million dollars to let you just hang out? I'm just saying, you know, it's that, see, that's completely impractical. And I just think it'd be kind of cool. Well, especially now that he's older, so that the crowd, you know, the crowd and the, the there's not as much of like, oh, the groupies kind of thing. And he, Right. yeah, you know, I would miss all that really chaotic stuff. But I just think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would, I would pay a million dollars I wonder. to go on tour. I wonder if for a million dollars I could have one night with the entire band of Black Panther. Oh my gosh. For a million, probably not. Probably No, not. you could But maybe I, I would get think, I feel I would like, think, I feel like there is an amount of money that would accomplish that, and yeah, it would not be a million dollars. because I want to have Black Pink in my area. I bet you would. At the start of all their songs, they always say, you know, Black Pink, mm you hmm good. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I want to hear T'Challa. What would you do with your million dollars? You've had a long time to think about it. He's like, I got to really think about it. That's practical. What do you say? I didn't even hear Put it him. in a Swiss bank account. I don't think Yeah, you no, you can't do that. That, no, that's too practical. No, it's not practical. I don't think spending it for a Swiss bank account. That's not fun. I never said Yep. I'd take it out of the Swiss bank account. I just don't want the money. Well, But you you could would give just the put money it, to me. you would just park it somewhere. Well, I mean, that is impractical to just park Give it to it the somewhere. Swiss. I don't Yeah, like but that. it is boring. Yeah, All right. I, I don't like that either. All right, Latoya, what did you think his question was going to be? Oh, God. I stopped thinking about that. I have no idea. What? <laughs> well, that was the point. We were supposed to think what your question was. I know, but yours was so much better. Like, it was, yeah, what was the point of me coming up with one when you came up with a very elaborate one yourself? So... Yeah, <laughs> All right, let's hear it, Latoya. Um, I'm honestly just. Do 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 do. That doesn't help. It makes it more difficult. Maybe you'd ask us which Jeopardy host do we do we like the most? Because right now, you know, it's actually
Oh, the black dude? No, no, no. The other one. He's, like, really white, and he always plays, like, the game show host who's, like, oddly sexist. I think I know who he's talking about. You know who I'm talking about, though. He's my favorite one. Yeah, you, we've talked about it before. Yeah, I always forget his name, but he's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. well, no, but I was talking about right now, Jeopardy has two different hosts. So Yeah, we moved on from that, because you're the only one who's watched Jeopardy. Yeah. I don't watch Jeopardy. I just, you know... <laughs> We know you watch Jeopardy. I occasionally do, but you're, you're rarely. That and uh, Wheel of Fortune are like the whitest game shows of all time. Well, it's just funny when you think about it, like because for me, I feel like they've both been on my entire lifetime. I mean, I think they're about almost as old as I am, but. It it's yeah. I've never known a world without Jeopardy. Well, Wheel of Fortune followed by Jeopardy. Yeah, it's just I, one of those things. See, I have not seen um, either of the current hosts. You know, I haven't seen them host an episode. I haven't watched an episode of Jeopardy since way before Alex Trebek died. Hmm. So. Well, that's. I mean, you know, it's. I haven't. I on, honestly haven't seen them either. Um, <laughs> so we're just, just we're just gonna guess on who we think looks better. Yeah, would be no, well. It's not look better, but you know, like I like I I watched part of the run of Ken Jennings um back when that happened. So the fact that he is one of the hosts, you know, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's really cool. And with my about, oh, I would I would go with Ken that's Jennings. So yeah, he because to me he lends a bit more credibility to it. Um. Blossom, on the other hand, you know, she is super smart. She is a neuroscientist or something in real life, but um, we're so old. We're so old. We remember when she played Blossom. Yeah. A teenager. I, yeah. I, Cause I couldn't, I remember her. First there was a TV show called Blossom, Blossom. and yep. she starred on it. And yep. then later on she was, what's her name on Big Bang Theory. Yep. I know it's so crazy that that was my first Not reference. Penny, but um, she was Sheldon's wife. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I maybe watched like an episode of Big Bang Theory. You no, watched more than that. that. that you were in the room when we watched show. several. Yeah, but I never like actually paid attention. Like I was just kind of in the room. Yeah. I loved Big Bang Theory. I oh my gosh, they yeah, I missed that show. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it the whole way through. I kind of felt like it was time to go. Yeah, I know, but you know, and I mean, I appreciate the fact though that they did Young Sheldon because we we watch Young Sheldon, um, because you know, for me, Sheldon is the more interest, most interesting character of all of them. Um, so I love Young Sheldon, and so it's yeah. like I feel like I get to still hold on to the show because T'Challa, T'Challa, and I were discussing Young Sheldon just the other day. He, uh, oh, really? Yeah, you said you did not like the show. Wow. No, I love that show. I love the kid who plays him. Yeah, I've only seen one episode of it. So, and it, it was okay, the episode I saw, but it wasn't good enough for me to keep going. Uh, of course not. So, I felt like there was something else I was going to mention and I totally forgot. That's, I think it's the old age kicking in. Oh, no, I do remember. I should I was going to mention it earlier in the show. So so uh, this week I, <laughs> I I've been journaling um, for the past several weeks, which has been yeah. good. 
So that's a part of my morning routine. When I get in the office, the first thing I do is I'll journal and then I'll do, I'll meditate for like five minutes. Um, and I was considering doing an actual blog post about this, but um, which I would have titled, I've graduated. And then I would go in there and say, okay, it's not really what you think, but I have graduated from using the AMPM pill case to the pill case that has four per day, but yet I also now take pills five times a day. Wow. So, Why? Because I'm old and I have problems, I guess. I've had problems. I, mean, I got problems, but I can just still break them into AM and PM. No, mine is, well, when I realized I was going to have to break it out anyway, I was like, I may as well just do the, what is it? Morning, noon, um, evening and bedtime. So I, I mean, I have some medications that are very distinctly, okay, this is a bedtime medicine versus something else. So like at noon is when I'll take just um, like vitamins typically. Um, but yeah, now I'm, I've graduated to four different, well, again, it's really five because there's one pill. Basically, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm supposed to take that pill. I've been taking it wrong for like a decade. No joke. Um, and my endocrinologist is like, no, that's supposed to be a medication. You take the very first thing you take and you can't eat anything for an hour after you've taken it. I was mm -hmm. like, man, I was taking it with all like, because before when I had AM PM, you know, I'd like have a handful of pills each time. And I was like, yeah, I just popped it with all the others, you know? <laughs> and she's like, no, that's, you know, that, that medication is for your thyroid and it ha it's very specific. And if it, you know, you don't want to poop it out, you don't want to, what, you know, it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, now I'm, I'm, officially very very old and i know for a fact at this point i take more medication than my husband my dad my mom and my grandmother combined <laughs> wow yeah so but your husband's 80 years yeah. old i know really and oh, yeah he's, <laughs> it is a lot of medication it takes a lot to keep this thing going so <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah yep um, I, you know, I, I, I accept it for what it is. And there, there used to be times where I'm like, oh, I want to be able to take less. I was like, eh, do I want to change? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> the way it is. Um, but yeah. And then I also discovered this week, um, my previous endocrinologist had put me on a, a, a specifically a diabetes drug. And I have never had a A1C test actually fall into the category for you to classify yourself as a diabetic. I've been pre-diabetic for, you know, at least a decade at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but so, yeah, I she so my new endocrinologist took me off of that medication and put me back on the old one that I was taking. I was irritated because I was like, you know, I literally threw out like 12 bottles of that medication when the other one put me on rebelsis and now she's like no you can go back to the metformin i was like it, i was just annoyed i'm like had it just been a couple of weeks before or whatever because i was still holding on to it and i was like oh am i ever really gonna take this no and i'd stockpile quite a bit of it and now i'm down to okay i only have enough for x days kind of thing so i like to i like having back stock of medication <laughs> So as uh, T'Challa just pointed out, did you sneak in product placement? 
think maybe I did. I did. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we need to get a sponsorship out of this kind of shit, you know? <laughs> but I don't take them anymore, so you know. Just, oh, hold on, like hold on a second while I take a sip of this uh, delicious, sparkling uh, Coca Cola. Mm -hmm. I figured you were going to say that you were taking a sip of your Yuhu or something. So, <laughs> no, I just, I mainly like drink water. Really? I like strawberry Fanta. I've never had the strawberry Fanta, I don't think. The pineapple Fanta is pretty good. I've never had it. I don't yeah. think. Do you like like pina colada type stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's also pina colada fancy. Oh yeah, really? there's a pina colada fancy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I it, like I like pineapple a bit better, but I do like. It. Yeah. Don't criticize fans on the show, but yeah. No, I was just gonna say the pina colada is good, but mm -hmm. I'm not used to having like a fizziness to the pina colada That's taste. That's true. That is true. Yeah. And it's for me. It's like a constant like jolt. You know, it's like that's not what I expected. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to try for, um pineapple then. Yeah. 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 Pineapple's good. It really is. I have to be in a mood because I I try not to really drink that much soda in general. We yeah. do um keep like I'll keep a, a small stock a stockpile of like Coke because occasionally I'll get the craving. But um yeah I don't my my guilty pleasure is sweet tea. My guilty pleasure is all the things that you're not supposed to eat and drink if you're pre-diabetic. But I'm yeah. like, if I'm like, you know, if it get if the situation gets worse, I can always just take more meds. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I I went straight from not diabetic to diabetic, and then back to not diabetic. Um, you know, I'm not even in the pre-diabetic thing right now. Oh wow. Um. I did that all. I, mean, I know, like literally, as I'm picking up certain foods, I'm like, I know that this is not helping my diabetes, and I continue on. So the biggest thing that I found for me was, because um, before I went into the diabetic phase, I had gotten where I was drinking sodas again, mm -hmm. um, and I think more than anything, what helped was stopping drinking sodas, going back to mm -hmm. drinking just water. Um, now, the one thing I will drink because it is my weakness is ices. Really um, now. Now, I, before, when I went into the diabetic thing, I was drinking like, a, yeah, I was drinking like daily, right? So that was bad. But now it's like, you know, like I had an icy earlier today uh, with our lunch. Um, and if we go to the movies, I'm getting an icy. Um, oh, wow. I'm not going to not get an icy. Right, movie. right. No, I get it. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, beyond that, I t typically drink just water. And um, that's the best thing for you. I mean, most, I think a lot of our health problems would be, uh, taking care of if people drink nothing but water that's um, true I, I don't get i don't even come close to getting enough water intake per day i just don't drink yeah. water unless like there are times where i crave it i'm like when it when i crave it then there's something seriously wrong and i do need to drink it but um yeah generally no and i even tried to get like you know little mios or whatever to to flavor it because they don't really have any calories and i'm like even with that i just um it feels like i'm drinking a watered down whatever you know so yeah. i do need to be better about that i i just i've always always had issues with with drinking water yeah all right but so yeah, yeah, yeah i knew that you would do that for years that that's all you drank we'd go out to have lunch or whatever and you just water water i'm like ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah and i i drink water every day and i'm just kind of used to it now you know but Really, the only time I ever like have water cravings 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this is, but if I overeat. Well, if no, I that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can crave water. I think when yeah. your body realizes it just does not have enough, it will tell you that that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, if I ever overeat, I feel like I need to drink water so badly. Yeah, to flush the system. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I, I desperately need water, you know? So, yeah. yeah there, okay. Like I said, there are times where I crave it and I know it's because I don't get enough of it. So yeah. Mm. Oakley Dokley. We had a pretty good run today. Yeah, I think so. What did we talk about two hours? No, not quite. But an hour and fifteen minutes is pretty good. Oh god, it felt so much longer. <laughs> and you're the one who wants to do the show more frequently. It's like, uh, no, no, no. Well, it's because, you know, as it is, I, there are so many interesting things that I could share over the course of a month from month to month. I've forgotten 90 percent of it, you know, so people, you know, the five or six people who are listening out there are missing a lot of Barry. You know, there's you all kinds of the Barry show. I mean, well, <laughs> I have thought a few times about just recording myself talking mm-hmm. just to me for like 15, 20 minutes a week and mm-hmm. then just send it to you. And you could just compile it as, uh, you know. <laughs> Oh my e- god. Episode 50 B. Episode 51 B. You know, B for Barry, obviously. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be ki- I mean, it would almost be kind of cool if like even if we had it daily, but it was not not really long, like a 15-minute show every day or something. Daily. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, cuz different things happen every day. Um, but or weekly, if you were to do it weekly, then it would be like a 20 minute, maybe 30 minute show. But yeah. um yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just right now I'm just so consumed with work and stress that I I feel like I don't have anything any time to do anything but work. Um yeah, I so, got to maintain a lifestyle. I got to take care uh-huh. of my man. So um, yeah. I would like to give one shout out uh, for all the gooners out there who are listening. Um, Arsenal has started the EPL season. Two straight wins. Yeah, the Gunners. So if you're a fan of the Gunners, you're a gooner. Gooners. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we won uh, the season opener 2-0, and we won today 4-2 over Leicester. Um, so we're doing good. We were unbeaten in the preseason as well. So we're feeling really confident, really good. Uh, if you are a fan of Arsenal um, on uh, Amazon Prime right now, they have a series called All or Nothing Arsenal. And it's basically a docu-series tracking their whole season last year. I'm taking uh, it if you've seen it then, I'm, I would assume. So four episodes have been released. Um, I've watched the first one, which was uh, like an hour long. The rest of them are 30 minutes. Uh, the first one encapsulates their first three games from last season where they lost all three and people mm-hmm. are calling for people to get fired and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can now relive as we go on a terrific run, make it all the way up to third place, and then fall apart in the last, like, four games and miss uh, <laughs> the Champions League. But it's a, it's an awesome streak well, there in the well, middle. I say that always because I'm like, I think I always say that that's Atlanta's gameplay, you know, with the different teams. It's like, oh, yeah, they can just they'll ride out that season. They'll do well in the end. They'll just fall completely apart. Yeah. So. But this season, I'm going to be disappointed if we don't make it in Champions League. Uh, we should be top four. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I knock on wood. I'm saying third place. 
Okay. Now, look, I'm not, and I'm not saying we are going to compete with Man City or Chelsea. Mm -hmm. I don't think I think they're in a league of their own right now. Right. But I think we could be the best of the rest. I think we could be third place. And damn it, I would count that as best of the rest. First place <laughs> of the people who didn't finish first or second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, third place is first place for the rest of the EPL right now. Okay, got it. <laughs> so, I mean, I hell, I think we ought to have a parade if we finish third. Oh my gosh, that is a mess. Yeah. I was going to say you had suggested, and you know, like at this point, I don't really pay attention to your suggestions of things I should watch, um, especially after that movie with Pierce Brosnan. So um, you suggested I see um, I Just Killed My Dad, I think. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I did watch the first, I guess the first two episodes last night, but I think I fell asleep halfway through the second one. The second one was the most good. boring episode. It didn't, well, I, to me, it wasn't even so much that it, because it wasn't boring to me. I was just, I'd reached the limit of where my medication's like, okay, you need to go the fuck to sleep. Um, yeah. So I just fell asleep watching it because I was like, oh, I want to just get to the end of the second episode. So I'm probably going to rewatch, you know, the second episode and then do the third. But yeah, it's been very interesting so far. Yeah. Um, it, the, the thing is, is that the things that they were pointing out about the kid that they're like, oh, this is off. I'm like, <laughs> it was weird because I almost felt like they were weird for calling it out. Yeah. I mean, again, I've not finished the series, obviously, but, and I don't know what ultimately happens with the kid, but I'm like, I don't, it's unfortunate that people are like, oh, well, he didn't cry. He didn't. And it's like, well, but not everyone reacts in the same way. You yeah. know, I, yeah, sure. Most people would cry in a situation like this, but not everyone. It doesn't necessarily make him, you know, a, a, like a straight up sociopath or whatever. I don't think he, you know, I don't think that under normal circumstances he would have snapped and killed somebody um but you know i'm like maybe considering some of the things that have already come out in the series about the father you know yeah. if you had to live with him hell you might do the very same thing so well, and especially after you find out finds out what things in the third episode um about okay. the dad oh, yeah. okay that yeah, might explain yeah. the kid's behavior, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were already telling, you know, already doing that in the second. So, so it's like, okay, yeah. Because I mean, with the dad and the assault charges and the, anyway, it's been it's been good, you know. I mean, I do enjoy watching some of the true crime stuff. Um, yeah, there was just something about this one um, when they would show the the interview scenes with the kid and the police. Mm -hmm. There was just something very. Um, I'm not sure what the word to put on it. Engaging sounds like the wrong word, but there was something about those scenes that really grabbed me and made me feel like, you know, I was interested. I was interested well, in what was going to happen to this kid and, and why yeah, he did well, this. It was just, it was weird. Cause I mean, yeah. when they were showing the actual footage from it, I'm like, he was just so calm. Yeah. You know? And but I didn't feel like he was cold, calm, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, so, again, I mean, I, I'm going to watch the rest of it, but I haven't really made up my mind as to how I really feel about him yet. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for the suggestion. It has been good so far. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually make good suggestions. I don't know why no. you didn't like the uh, 
the Pierce Brosnan film, which I was felt like I it was going to be something different. <laughs> I told you, I said it's like a, a a movie of the week, only like on acid, and that's exactly what it was. I don't remember that part, so I was well going into it thinking it was something else. I'm like, oh, it's got Pierce Brosnan, so it's you know. I no. told you it was fucked up. I told you it was crazy. I said you've got to see it. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, but after that, you know, I'm like, no, I don't really listen to what you. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, thanks, Barry. I'm not watching that shit. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. All right, so we. I'm have up to season things. four of The Office, by the way. Oh yeah, I forgot you 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 were watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still I, episodes that are just cringe, um, but then there are some episodes I laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I still am on the fence about whether or not I'm ever going to watch Office. Um, I will say, I, it, I really feel like there's two kinds of people in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say there's people <laughs> who think that The Office is better than Re- Parks and Rec, or people who would think uh-huh. Parks and Rec is better and than see, The Office. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm all about Parks and Rec. Yes. You know, if I watch I'm, that one, obviously. <laughs> I am more on the Parks and Rec side. Okay. Um, because Parks and Rec, with the exception of just a couple of episodes, like at the very beginning, generally I loved those characters. Mm-hmm. And I loved every minute with them. Yep. Whereas with The Office, it's the kind of humor where, you know, sometimes it's, wow, God, it, please stop this scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it okay. is so painful to watch. But then they make up for it sometimes. Like Michael... <sighs> Sometimes his scenes are the most cringiest, and you know I want to fast forward. Michael, is that Steve Carl? Yes. Okay. But then sometimes he'll do things that are just so sweet. I mean, he is such a man child (laughs) that he sometimes he's just infuriating, and he does things that are so inappropriate. But then sometimes he'll do something that just seems so pure, Mm -hmm. and. You know, and, and the writers seem to recognize it, you know, because they, they have those moments. Um, like, I mean, for instance, there, you know, he'll do these terrible, terrible things. I won't even go into the terrible things, but, you know, one of the characters, Pam, she uh, invited everybody from work to go to her art show. It was like a public thing. You know, everybody could have their art displayed and she had her art up and and nobody from work came. Nobody. And. She was there, and the only people who showed up, you know, insulted her art. You know, it, it, it's amateur art, you know. Mm-hmm. And finally, as she was starting to take it down, Michael comes running in. He says, hey, I'm sorry. I had, you know, this to do, blah, blah, blah. And he comes in, he looks at it, and he was like, wow. He says, you did this? And she was like, yeah. And he says, wow. He says, these are so good. These could be tracings. He says, uh, he says and that, that's our building. He says, that's my car. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> And he says, God, he says, how much? He says, I don't see a price on it. And she's like, you want to buy it? And he's like, yeah, I got to buy it. He says, this needs to go back in the office. He says, this is, this is our office. Wow. And he kind of looks at her and he, sa- and he says, you know, he, he says, you know, wow. He says, Pam, I am so proud of you. This is fantastic. And she gives him this look and you can see that she's about to cry, you know, because he said he was proud of her. And she gives him this big hug and he's like, uh, what I do? You know, yeah. And she's like, you know, you can you can just have it, you know, the picture. And then it ends with him, you know, putting it up in his office in a frame, you know, 
and is that and the one that when you when they show different clips and stuff is that the picture that he's usually in front of or something or is it a different one it's a different one yeah it's a different one but it's it's just a very it's a sweet moment and it's sweet i think partly because he's such an idiot most of the time you know he's not saying it just to make her feel good he's too stupid to do that <laughs> and i think she knows it he's actually proud of her which is what makes her so happy you know and so it's i think it's worth watching for those moments mm -hmm. but Man, there's other episodes where it's like this. I mean, I'm a masochist watching this. You know, it's just painful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, once you're done with it, I'll just determine whether or not I'll actually start watching it. Yeah. All right, I'll finally let you sign off. You've tried like three times. I know. So. Seriously, it's like God, Barry, stop. <laughs> <laughs> See, the Daily Barry is just gonna have to start coming up. Tonight, yeah, but... we're going to be watching an episode of The Office. All right, I'm pushing play, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just talk through the whole episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so next episode will be episode number what? Oh, I don't even know. I mean, I don't know until I check afterwards. Hang on, let me actually look to see when. We used to say uh, what episode it was at the beginning. Yeah, we used to, but it's been ages since we've done that. So we are... This episode is actually... That is so unprofessional. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> it is season 15, episode 3, um, episode number 171. Wow. Okay, yep. 171. Yep. That's a lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. We could have gone into syndication at 100. I know, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys, so we will be back uh, in another month. And, yep. uh, you know, until then, peace out, motherfuckers. Bye.